Fucking works. How, come, how about how that? Nick can do it, but I can't do it's it. It's like all patchy though. It looks patchy. gross. <laughs> There's this like Walmart blurred background. Yeah. Ooh, Better hold your breath. <laughs> it's too late. The vacuum's already sealed his fate. What do you get when you get two vacuums together? Yeah. Alright, are, are we ready? We've been recording for about two minutes. Have we really? Yeah. That's awesome. We'll see We'll see what, if we can save any of that. Yeah, that's why. See, how, see how good it is. <laughs> I feel like a lot of that is uh, a no-no. <laughs> I like it. We're gonna, we'll see, let's see what's good. Welcome back, everybody. This is the TJ and N Show. This is Tyler here, hanging out, looking at Josh and Nick. Hanging out and looking. And looking. Look Josh is currently in space. Nick's background is, background is blurry. Um, tonight we have a whole lot of fun for you. We're going to talk spooky, in general hauntings, Halloween stuff. You know all the fun, scary stuff. Uh, I have a funny happening this week, and then we have a couple of fun games to play along with the normal shebang. The am I the asshole? And Nick's running trivia tonight. How's everybody doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I would like to clarify that we are doing trivia that is going to be based off of questions from the hit show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? So I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to that. Embarrassing. It's going to be a true test of your guys' uh, educational levels. I'm going to go ahead and say Josh is, and I am not. I'm going to say I am, I'm not, and you are. So I'm glad I, we're rooting I for each get other. to win the I'm, trivia, right? I'm going to say, historically speaking, Tyler is not. And exactly. Josh, you're, you're a soft maybe. A maybe. I don't think I've won one yet, have I? Okay. No. No. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Scoreboard that's, is, is empty fine. for you, my friend. Maybe tonight's the big night. It Who knows? Should be. So what are you uh, what are you kicking us off with here? You okay. have a fun little story. Uh this I thought this stuff only happened on the internet. And uh it doesn't happen to real people. Okay. So anyways, um let's just say say a friend of mine, right? That's where this comes from. Uh so her cousin lives out of state. They have not talked in years years so starting in september he messaged her and said hi she didn't answer he said do you have only fans she didn't answer remember they're cousins i want to clarify that cousins they're cousins okay uh then he said hi again a week later and a week later do you have only fans and then uh he said can you do me a huge favor hello this is all over the month of september in October, being completely ignored every time. You know what I mean? And this man just just keeps on trying. And then he said, can you do me a huge favor? And he said, hello. And finally, the other day, she said, what's up? 
and he said, I just been through a lot and want a homie to talk to. So, so again, she left him on red. And he said, is that okay with you? Left him on red. Question marks. Left him on red. You good? Left him on red. Okay. Then the next day, he says hi. And he sends a picture. And, it's, and so when you do the scroll down thing, like you're trying to ignore somebody, you know, all it says is picture message received. So she opens it so to, to get her to open the chat, basically, you know. So she opens the chat. It's just a blank picture, right? Leaves him on red again. He then, now we're up to yesterday. I think I have my timeline wrong. We're up to yesterday. He calls her at two in the morning on Facebook, just like randomly out of the blue. She doesn't answer. Okay. Then he sends her a picture and says, hi. And this picture to me, I'm gonna, I know you guys at home can't see, but the boys can. It looks like, where's my camera on here? You can't really see. It's all whitewashed. So what it looks like is the end of gym shorts, like the end of the leg of gym shorts and leg hair. And then like a blanket is like right at the end of the, of the shorts. Oof. So it's like I'm shorts, skin, and then a little bit of blanket. Yeah, it's like inner, inner thigh, right? And you're like, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, whoa. Uh, wait, is it, was it the top of the shorts or the bottom of the shorts? The bottom of the shorts. Can I ask real quickly the lineage uh-huh. of cousin tree here? Is it first, second, third, eighth? Uh, like, what is I it? I want to say first cousin. I want to say Ooh, the dude's okay. mom is her okay. aunt. So, yeah, oh, okay. we're, ta- yeah. we're, yeah. ta- we're, we're talking, talking illegal. Pretty, we're talking pretty like, close. We're talking creepy uncle vibes. Gotcha. And then. Then he says her name, and he's and there's a message by itself. And then he says, "Can you do me a huge favor?" The whole time, dude, dude's getting left on red, right? Dude's getting left on red. And uh, then he sends another picture, and it's of the same area of his body, but he's pulling the gym shorts, what looks like up, like pulling his pant leg up, and his finger is in the bottom corner of the picture, and it looks like the tip of a penis. I. I zoomed in and clarified it's a it's a finger it's a finger but it looks like the tip of this dude's dick is in this picture. So she says what? He says so I need your help. With what? So my ex has been cheating on me. I need your help with something. Right. Oh. And then I I mean if you guys want I'll read this or I can paraphrase the next bit of the conversation. Basically, she's we all know dude wants nudes. We all know that's where it's going. The dude wants nudes. And she's trying to make him say it. Make him say, Will you know, will you send me nudes? So he just keeps saying, like, Are you gonna help me with this favor? Are you down? Will you help me? And like she's just like, What is it? With what? What's the favor? He says, Help me with picture, please. With pictures, please. No. She says, What do you mean? He says, like, send pictures of yourself. What do you mean, pictures? And you know, go back and forth. He's like, of my face. He says, can you do the other kind? And she says, what other kind? And he says, are you down to help me if I tell you? No. You know, back and forth, back and forth, trying to get the kid to say it because we all know what he, what he wants. And then finally, she's just like, you know we're cousins, right? And he's like, what do you mean? I think you have the wrong guy. And she says, I'm so-and-so's daughter. And so, like, your, your uncle's daughter. And uh, he says, this is his friend sorry like like you do in middle school when you text a girl and say i like you and she says i don't like you back so you say that was my friend i'm sorry i didn't do that 
that's I'm asking. Really I'm funny. asking for a friend. You can send them to me. It's okay. And she just says, "Bro, like you're like you're caught." And uh, he says, "Can you help me? Can no. you?" Question marks. Would you send pictures, please? Pretty please. Says her name. Says her name. Please wait, send pictures, wait, wait, please. Wait, wait, wait. Says her name. Is this after cousin? After after, she's like, "We're cousins." He's like, "No, I'm I'm his friend. I'm not your cousin. I'm his friend." And he just keeps going. He just keeps saying, please, saying her name. Please send pictures. Hey, with your face in them. Hey, will you do that? Are you good? So I send pictures of my boobs pressed, <laughs> pressed together like this with my chest hair and all. And it's kind of dark. And I'm going to have to send you guys this. But because of the, the darkness and the shadow, it looks like I have pepperoni nipples. <laughs> like there, there's a shadow that goes halfway up my fucking boob, right? And he says, more. So Hell yeah. yeah, and then I turn the lights on and send the same picture. You can see my hairy chest, and he says it'd be helpful if they're yours. Talking, talking to her. So I send him a picture of my face, and I say, "Man's really out here trying to get his cousin's nudes at eight a.m. sharp." Sorry, forgot to mention that this all was taking place at eight in the morning. Eight That's in fantastic. the morning. I haven't even and had your said, coffee. He says, this is still his friend. He's in the other room. Will you send them? And I said, it's, I said, she said, it's been his friend for the last month. Cause he's been texting her since the middle of September, asking for her only fans and stuff. And he says, yeah, but will you do me that favor? He's please, you know, send pictures of yourself so I can show my ex so I can make her jealous. And I sent him another picture of my face. And I said, man's really caught in 4k and he's unfazed. And he said no of her. He literally was like, no, I'll put the girl back on. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, he says, please send your pictures of yourself so I can send it to my ex. He just keeps going, keeps going. And uh, then he's, after he realizes I'm sending pictures of myself to him, he's like, this is a fake account, right? And then he starts counting down. Five, four, three, two, one. I don't know. I don't know what the countdown is. I don't know what's, what's supposed to happen at one. And I said, nope, this is her friend, your cousin, the same person, you know. Uh, and uh, he said, he's still in the other room. And I said, she said, so you've been consistently messaging your friend's cousin on his phone with the end goal of getting nudes for over a month. And he says, just for my ex. <laughs> I said, honest question, how do you see the whole cousin nude thing going? He said, what do you mean? Why do you think you're my cousin? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> he's he's doubling down. How old is this? Is, is this cousin? Early twenties. He has is this, a sister. So he's is, that the, is that the last message that? No, no. Yeah. It keeps going. Oh okay. my god. It keeps going. Right. So finally, finally, I'm I'm like, can we? I'm like, this dude's like, he's not gonna stop. So I'm just like, okay. Everybody's used this trick when they told a girl they didn't like that they liked them, they didn't like her back. And then we just simply don't believe that you're not who you're not <laughs> the cousin, dude. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you are or not. What you're doing is is <laughs> is creepy. I was like, I'm sorry if this is an uncomfortable. If you didn't know you guys were cousins, this is an uncomfortable situation. But I highly recommend you don't approach any more women like this because it is unacceptable. <laughs> I said they don't like it, and it comes off as creepy and predatory. 
it's not a good look. You should, and you then I said, said, and then you should have just said, "This is this is advice to keep you out of prison. Don't do this I again." Myself with the thumbs up, I said, "Hope this helps." And the man starts counting down again: five, four, three, two, one. And I'm like, I, "What? What is going on?" Um, and then he sends some just random picture of some dude like pointing like he has a gun like a fake gun on sending on some train tracks and he says do i look like your cousin so i said who hurt you (laughs) (laughs) he said i was like it's not hard to steal a picture he's like so you don't believe him he's like so you believe me i'm not your cousin and i'm like i just want to re i just want to repeat that you shouldn't approach women like this he said so do me this favor and I'm like, I can't even explain to you how creepy this is, dude. Like, what you're, <laughs> what you're doing right now, does she, how wrong it is. Does she have any contact with this dude's Not talked in years. That him saying, hi, do you have OnlyFans, is their first Facebook message. They haven't talked since, since they were kids. I'm just wondering if, like, she could talk to... She like, talks to his sister a lot. And I was like, you should probably mention that. I was like, she's well, like, no, that's really uncomfortable. Yeah, that's super uncomfortable. It's super cringe. Like, this is unreal. Um, I'm just wondering if, like, she should tell, like, her parent who's related to this dude's Maybe. parent and fucking be like, hey. Man needs some help. Fucking get your boy some fucking help because he is on the struggle bus. We're about to hit this climax of the story, though, okay? Wait. Yeah, I'm ready. He I'm starts ready. getting he starts getting annoyed with me, telling me not to play dumb and that they're not cousins and this and that. Yeah. And he's he's like, "What do you mean you're annoying?" Because I'm like, "Man, this is awesome." And I was like, "At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're her cousin or her cousin's friend. The fact that you're attempting to get nudes off his phone is creepy, and you should really do some inward reflection as to why you're doing this." And then Counselor finally, Tyler comes out. He's just like. Yeah, that's that's creepy, but I'm not him. And I'm just like, I'm just like, here, I said, here's where I'm at, bud. And he said, hopefully at your house or work. And that made me laugh. I thought it was a pretty good little little joke. I said, you should probably just stop messaging her, or she's just gonna block you and show the dude's sister that you were pretending to that he was pretending to be his cousin and asking her for nudes. And then, then I said, but if you want to talk to me for a little bit about what's going on in your head about this, feel free. You can find me. And I gave him my name for my Facebook. <laughs> and this man says, Hey, this is Ryder. I'm sorry. He's been messing with you and sending you creepy pictures like that. <laughs> he, he just, he just goes, sorry. I'm back. That was my friend, you know? And then I said, Alrighty, let's just not let it happen again. Tell him to message me if he wants to talk about that and get some help. And he said, what do you mean? Help me do what? And then he said him with the asterisk. (laughs) So we're dealing with like, we're dealing with some like me, myself, and Irene bullshit here. He says, help him by taking pictures? (laughs) This This fucking dude, he outed himself. He goes, that's my friend. That's not me. Then he goes, hey, I'm sorry about that. I'm back. And he's like, wait, how are you going to help me? I mean him. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I officially have a stomach ache, so. It's was... so great, isn't it? Isn't it so uncomfortable 
and yeah, awkward. It's enough to make me want to go vomit. And then I said, no, I said, help him with whatever he's, whatever's wrong with him and why he thinks it's okay to approach people like that. He says, he's just been in a rough patch. And I said, just have him message me. Goodbye. He said, I'm family, though. And I'm not going to let him message you guys if he couldn't just talk to you. You feel me? And then we just left him on red because there's no more yeah. fun to be had. Did, no. you even, did you even get said friend's name? Like, did he give you a fake name at all? What do you mean? His friend? No, yeah. he didn't. Okay. No, no fake name or anything. Well, well, the friend clearly exists inside of his own head. <laughs> so yeah, clearly I mean, he has he's... he has some split personality bullshit going on. This either, man. Either that up. or he's full of shit. He woke up with a dick full of courage. And he said, today's the day I'm going to ask my cousin for her nudes. Today's the fucking day I do this. He woke up and chose incest. <laughs> he woke brick the fuck up. And he's like, I'm going for it. I'm running it. He's like, you know what? Jeez. Today's the day. Today's so, the day. It's so Seize funny. that day. It's Seize so it. funny that we brought this up because I have literally watched probably three TikToks of a guy who reads messages that were posted on Facebook that between two different people and almost the same exact situation happened. I think I've seen that. And that is so funny that that just happened to your friend. I just... It makes me... I mean, that's... Like, he wanted it, to be featured. It kills me. It fucking... It, I, was, I have not laughed and cried so hard. I literally choked and almost puked when he was like, when he said him, asterisk. <laughs> I was like, ah! Like, oh my fucking god! Oh, that's so funny. That's what a good little segment. Was... You can't write that shit. I thought that only existed on the internet. That's uh, I don't. Uh, the the pictures of no. his of his leg is really what gets me. My my and then, whole and then little stance is no. No, we ain't doing that here. The the pictures of his leg and then the the finger in the bottom corner of the of the picture. It, How brave! Like brave. The balls on that kid. Oh my god, I love it. I love that that happened. I love that I got to experience that. Yeah. So, For the record, this is why gun ownership will never go away. Just <laughs> Listen, dude, like, can you imagine just approaching somebody like that? Like, no. Just some, like, ignoring everything. I would never just message some girl on Facebook and be like, do you have an OnlyFans? Let alone your own fucking cousin. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Let me just hit up my first cousin real quick and be like, I need a big favor. I need you to send me boobs. I just, I gotta see them titties. I I just you know I'm sitting here thinking you know what I just I need to just have a quick release to my cousin's boobs. That's, oh man, that's where I'm at. Fearless. But you know what? The you give him that, that dude. You give him that though. You give him that. Like let's just say in in a sick and twisted reality, you give him <laughs> that. What what what's the next request? Right, you, you, you gave, like you gave into the first one. So how far does it go after that? I don't want to know. He like when he even just thought. I I just want to point out that my friend is like 180 pounds. And maybe I just I don't know. I'm 320, and like he thought my my body was her body. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> I. So you think I'm skinny? He, <laughs> compliment. He like. He said more. 
So like he's trying to sext. He's not trying to get nudes. You're if you would you're about to get a dick pic from this man. Like completely unsolicited. So you should have said you first. You first. He would have just he was oh you already you already sent the the, now here's what you do dark hairy titty picture here's what you do with that though you get that you get that picture from him right you say you first and he full sends right you full send right back but you don't full send yourself you take that dick pic and you plaster it on the internet and by plaster i mean you put it everywhere people that (laughs) you put it where people that know him will find it will find it you tag him in and and post on facebook and you obviously make sure that whoever his um you know obviously genetically and superior parents are see it (laughs) because clearly they created a very very mentally ill individual this doesn't this doesn't need to be said but i just feel like that behavior is completely disgusting and unacceptable it's and, almost it's yeah, almost as bad said, as like creep it's almost as bad as creep videos on fucking 4chan okay the only that's... thing that could make it worse is if the girl was underage like it's about as bad as it can get mm-hmm. okay. you know what i mean yeah i mean like, it, the, this is our official halloween episode so I, i'm allowing scary. all of this disgusting behavior <laughs> right now scary are you scared Ooh, i'm not scared pedophiles. i'm not scared but i am <laughs> motherfucking sick right now the best kind of cringe content that's I, hard to enjoy. That I actually have a stomach ache. I'm not yeah. lying. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty hard to enjoy. No, this yeah. is like third third hand cringe. Yes, yes. Quality, quality content. So funny. I'm loving Oof. that. I'm loving it. I just Sweet can't, home, I can't get over Alabama. The, I can't get over the tip pick that you sent him. Like, <laughs> I, got, I got I gotta send it to you guys real quick. Honestly, I gotta send you that screenshot so you can see these fucking pepperoni nipples I have. They are these, literally these man pecs. I promise I have proportionate nipples. Are you gonna I'm I'm gonna you know what? After I look at this, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess your cup size. I don't Ooh, even know my cup size. Funny. We'll have oh, to I'm gonna, go gonna, get me measured. We're, we're gonna play a guessing game. How do you yeah, measure now, your cup size? I, I want to, I'm listening to the podcast. Um, I want to, I mean, you'll be able to see it. I'm pushing them together. I would say my floating cup size, probably a, a, a to B. Those C, C, double C. I'm uncomfortable with both of these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's pretty good, isn't it? You can hardly tell it's hairy. I'm and really uncomfortable. Just, <laughs> but but you see what I'm talking? We're like I think it's the shadow of her taking the picture that makes my nipples look like that. They, they look like you have skin like you have skin cancer on your left. Yeah. It looks like Yeah. Or or you were severely burnt. <laughs> that's horrible faithful listeners the six people who follow us on spotify go to our facebook page and and give us give us a comment if you want to see this content on our facebook page we'll post post it there 
it's completely within the terms I want, and conditions. I want interaction, <laughs> though, people. Come on over and and leave a comment. If you're listening um, to this episode when it posts <laughs> and you want to see this nonsense, we'll we'll do it. You know, on this, you know what's even on the funnier? same thread. Hold on. Go ahead. You know what's even funnier? There's no profile pic. The dude doesn't use his Facebook. He's just tagged at a bunch of stuff. So sus. like he just gets on there and asks girls for news. That's exactly that's all it is. Sus. It's like it's like him having a Tumblr. Like that's so funny. Except it's Facebook, which everybody uses. So Which is your family. No. He's tagged by his family in like no, old pictures and stuff. It is not Facebook anymore, ladies and gentlemen. It is now meta. Uh, actually, the app is still Facebook. The platform is still Facebook. The company is actually. But it falls under the umbrella of a mecha. On the same thread as we skipped a second ago, we want to take viewer emails. Anything. Stories, comments, anything. What, what, what's our email? TJNpodcast at gmail.com. Send all your stuff there. Even interact if it's a big fuck you. Uh, like interact we just, with us. We just anything. Wanna... Literally. We want to put you on our email blast. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're we're gonna we're read. blasting you right now. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay, tell me. Now you that's love out me. of the way. Um, now that everyone's rightfully uncomfortable and in the spooky season spirit, you want to talk about some general spooky hauntings? Yes, I do. Who wants to go first here? Me. Run that shit. Running. So um, yeah ghost i'm going to kick it off with a little bit of like anecdotal like and my thoughts on belief because i think that you know is important before i just start discussing ghost shit so for me personally do i believe in ghosts this is going to kind of be like a callback to aliens i am under a personal belief that it is in fact a possibility but I have not been given significant enough evidence to have like 100% belief in it, if that makes sense. So, because uh, a lot of people, you know, nowadays can video edit pretty well, even if you're an amateur or even don't even know what you're doing. And you can make something look like it's, you know, not what it is. So... I personally have had a few like um, instances uh, where I've dealt with what I like to call shadow people. So that's like you see like a shadowy figure that's shaped like a human being almost out of the corner of your eye, kind of like in your peripheral vision. And it makes you wonder if you're having a stroke, but then you actually turn your head and look and it's gone. Like it just disappears. So I've had those fuckers follow me before in my parents' house where I grew up. At the top of our stairs, we all have claimed to have seen uh, a shadowy figure at the top of the stairs. You know, we flip on the light to the staircase. You know, before you like look up to like walk up the stairs so you don't trip or fall or anything, like you'll just see it like out of the corner of you. And talking about it kind of gives me goosebumps which calls into the back of my head like what I'm talking about makes me feel like was there and is real but at the same time it's like are you just seeing shit it's it's one of those phenomenons that you can't really explain that are people so, are scary 
yeah no shadow people are legit scary but at the same time um the ones i i i you know have supposedly seen or interacted with uh if you even want to call it an interaction have never been um have seemed to be more like there to look over not to there to be uh, malicious if that makes sense yeah i I think in the terms of speaking of ghosts and spirits and all that, I think you definitely have some kind of intuition on whether it's there to be there or there to be harmful. Yeah. Like, you know, poltergeist, uh, you know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of written and, um, you know, personal accounts on like actual demons. So you have demons and then you have spirits spirits are you know the the things that are stuck in the in-between and they're just trying to find their way out of this realm and onto the next demons come from another dimension to literally just wreak havoc and be malicious and you know oh i've seen little nicky yeah Mm -hmm. i know yes yes and i'm not going to come straight out and say you know stuff like hell if you want to believe hell's a you know a dimension then you're free to feel that way. I personally don't necessarily subscribe to just a uh, a hell, so to say. But we can say there is a demon realm, and demons can come and go. And uh, uh, you know, I know people who fuck with like Ouija boards and stuff, and that's like fine. You know, that's it's a it's a way uh, for you know people to uh, I. I I kind of feel like it's kind of a placebo thing when they're sitting there and they're like, oh my God, it's moving my hand to the yes sign after I ask the question. But, you know, that, yeah, that, that, that level, uh, I, I kind of, I feel like that's more in people's heads versus actually happening. I think when you physically see something with your own eyes, you, you can't capture it with a camera because it's just impossible. But, you saw you saw something you feel something you kind of get chills down your spine you know that's something completely different that's you physically interacting with some sort of let's call it energy because maybe it's not even a spirit maybe it's just energy that you're interacting with so nonetheless ghosts in general i'm on the fence but i kind of lean towards like i could go either way if there was concrete proof and it came out and people were like yeah, this is the real deal, then I could be like, okay, I'm accepting of that, just like I would with aliens. So um, for, you know, spooky time stuff, um, I got to digging around a little bit. And um, one of the things that popped into my head to talk about was uh, Gettysburg, of all things, because when I was in eighth grade, you know, obviously, I went on the DC trip, and our first stop was Gettysburg. And um, I remember being on that school tour, and uh, them talking about uh, eyewitness accounts of people seeing like actual like squadrons of like ghost soldiers like at night crossing the battlefield and things of that nature and like apparitions and stuff like that so I thought that was really interesting so I decided to like look up some instances of like haunt like super haunted areas of Gettysburg and obviously Gettysburg was um, a very a brutal, bloody, disgusting, awful uh, battle that happened in the Civil War. Um, you know, there's an estimated like 40 to 51,000 wounded, dead, and like killed 
Americans just in that battle alone. Not that's like insane in my head that there mm-hmm. were that many people interacting in such a violent way that it just it seems like you think about it in your head and you're like that's not that many people but then you think about it and you're like those are all people like those are their those are neighbors and brothers literally like think of like you go to a ohio state football game and everyone in the stadium is trying to kill each other that mm-hmm. was that was gettysburg so um it has to create a lot of bad juju man all that violent action all those people oh yeah well so so the number one like most haunted spot is a place that was dubbed um the devil's den and i'll just read you guys i'll kind of paraphrase a quick little section about the devil's den um the site of uh, it was a site of heavy casualties and fierce fighting the devil's den is a rock formation that's believed to be the most paranormally active location in the entire gettysburg battlefield some reports say the site is named devil's den because it was rumored that the devil uh taking the form of a massive snake lived deep inside the rock formation more than 2,000 men perished in the battle as they fought to take possession of the devil's den and it's believed that the site is now home to several restless spirits so um what's really crazy about this spot is a 2,000 people perished just in this small little rock formation area that's pretty fucking wild um and then so a lot of the reported paranormal experiences over there is um people have had a really hard time photographing the area because uh, there's reports that uh, cameras will just like uh, inexplicably lose all their power, like all their battery power or short out uh, when people try and take pictures of the location. Um, Many believe that there is actually a spirit who dislikes photographs being taken at the site and that's the reason it's happening. Uh, excuse me and um there's also other claims that the spirit belongs to a confederate soldier uh whose body was actually actually um kind of heartlessly staged in different positions around the battlefield um by a civil war photographer um and historians discovered that many of the photos taken around the devil's den were staged after seeing multiple pictures of the same soldier posed in various positions around the site. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. That's pretty like, fucked. That's yeah, you're just taking a dead dude, like, Hauling you know. Him around, taking pictures. Yeah, yeah taking just, pictures of him. you know, posing him like, you know, here. What a great prop. Get my good sign. That was, you know. that was pretty common, though, back in the day. Yeah, but I mean, pictures. you think about it, though, that's putting, a lot, that's, that's putting a lot of bad juju, just, I think, alone is disrespecting the dead and just using them as a prop. Um, and, you know, there's several other locations, uh, obviously the cemetery, there's been a lot of sightings out there of apparitions, apparitions, if I can speak well. Um, you know, there's a little place called the... Uh, little round top uh it was a strategic point in the battlefield area um you know once again it was rumored that the spirit of george washington appeared uh before union soldiers twice once to lead them 
in the right direction before fighting and started the second time in the heart of the battle to spur them onwards. Um, so there's a lot of really interesting stuff that, you know, there's a lot of content out there just on Gettysburg alone, but I mostly just wanted to highlight, you know, that Devil's Den because I thought that was like a very, uh, like, I guess, uh, focused area of just death and destruction. And there's like the whole camera thing and, you know, people not being able to take pictures or photograph it. Very, uh, very weird happenings there. So very spooky. Whether or not it's real is, you know, up to you. Why don't you go there and try and take a picture and let us know send if you're it, able to. Send it to us. Post it on our Facebook. Email Drop everything you're doing. Go to Gettysburg for me and try and take a picture of the spot I'm talking about. And if you can, by all means, post it on our Facebook page and we'll just call it Case Close. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You can prove the, the um, that oh, prove it wrong yourself. Do it yourself. Do it. Do it now. Do it. What do you uh what do you got, Scott? Who wants to go next? Go ahead, Ty. Josh, I wanna I wanna hear yours, I think. You wanna hear mine? Uh, yeah. I mean if you think if you think I should go, I'll go. I second, okay. no, that no. I, I second that motion. I think Josh should go. That's fine. Based off of your little presentation you were writing up before before the show, I wanna know. <laughs> so uh let me just start off by saying i am not a very intuitive person uh i don't i don't feel my feels and i don't i don't uh think beyond my box right so i'm pretty much a husk of a human being (laughs) (laughs) i'm just here man i color inside the lines uh so the biggest thing that i ever had a problem with with uh growing up or that this isn't even spooky but this is just like childhood fears right was watching chucky and uh i i was in boys and girls club in elementary school and one time the uh the advisors of boys and girls club sent me back to the snack room to get snacks by myself and of course, it was in the winter time, so daylight savings time. So it was pitch black uh, at four o'clock, five o'clock, and I had to go back there myself. And I swear to sweet baby Jesus that I saw Chucky running after me in the hallway, and I ran screaming. I threw grape juice all over the place. It stained the walls. I got in so much trouble. I was never allowed to get snacks again. But there was a glass door and there was like a reflection and I was already freaked out. I don't know why, probably because it was dark and I was by myself. But um, other than that, that's the only thing I can remember. I am not big on uh, ghosts. Not saying that they're real. I'm not going to say that they're, no, I'm going to say they're not real. I don't, I'm not, (laughs) I don't subscribe, unfortunately. Uh, my mom was a very intuitive person. She believed in ghosts. She believed in like fairies and fae. We, we should Wiccan. We should and, talk about the fae sometime. Like, yeah, I agree. But like, she she believed in a bunch of stuff like magic and. Was I'm your just, mom a pagan? Am I remembering that right? Pagan. I don't like. 
she never, she may have been, we never really discussed that, um, but I mean, she was like big into like the energies and auras and, mm-hmm. and fairies and, you know, all kinds of like, all kinds of magic. And I really <laughs> thought she was full of crap. Uh, they like, so my mom had chronic illness and they always identified her partner as, as a healer, right? So basically as somebody who can put off enough energy to heal people around them just by laying their hand on them. So they would sit there for 10, 15, 20 minutes with, with her hand on her back. And I, I, it was weird, man. It was fucking weird. It was so. Well, weird. the mind, the mind's a weird thing. The you mind, could just. I'm, I'm not. Right. I, I'm not. This is not my opinion, but you could, you know, placebo, blah blah blah. Yeah. But it, it's interesting how the things work. I know, and I that is a different situation than you see, in like a mega church yes. on TV where yes. the ladies on crutches or in a wheelchair yeah. or some shit. You know it, what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, I I completely understand that, and the mind is a really weird place because your receptors and your and your neurons and everything of that nature can literally block the pain just mm-hmm. based off of uh, based off the situation let me let me ask this um was your mom ever uh like clinically depressed or oh, anything dude. like that yeah, yeah my mom my mom was disabled due to mental illness okay so um well that that, you just said it yourself disabled due to mental illness yeah um so what's really crazy about the psyche is that you can actually be so depressed that it actually physically hurts like actually physically wears your body down harms your body yeah and um so for me personally it's not that hard to believe that if you have a calming individual, someone who brings you peace and helps alleviate your depression, even if it's just by a little bit, can actually, in a way, not so much like transfer energy, but can transfer emotion. And you have chemicals and like you said, receptors in your brain that are causing these physical ailments through depression can do the exact opposite and be flipped the other way and cause euphoria and relief. Um, so call it magic, call it chemistry, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, it, it is a very unknown space. I, I mean, the brain is like the like biggest mystery, right? But can the brain truly study itself? You know what I mean? Because... That, well, that's essentially what we do. Like, can can we learn about our own selves by just, you, you know, the only way you can like ethically study a brain is when it's coming from a dead person, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't, and you can't get a ton. You know, you can all okay. Obviously, with modern, you know, science and medicine, we have like you know sensors and shit that we can hook up and we can read, um, you know wavelengths and you know patterns in the brain and we can kind of pinpoint where certain emotions and things are spiking in certain areas of the brain that's how we know like we have frontal cortex and lumbums and blue blues and blah blahs but 
at the end of the day, we don't know what, like, we don't know why. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing, is why. Right. So. That's a fun, fun train to think about. It, it is. It is a lot of fun. Uh, I just... I am not a believer, unfortunately, in a lot of things that I can't physically see. And I think that's just because I'm narrow-minded when it comes to a lot of things. I'm not very creative. I'm not, like, super outgoing. I'm probably one of the lamest ordinary people in this in this group. I mean, in most of my friend groups. I'm funny because I can play off of a situation. I can read situations well, but I'm not creative whatsoever. Like, everything in life to me I have to see so I have not witnessed anything that I can deem remarkable enough to change my my view on this uh, with that being said weird stuff happened when I was growing up uh, in like grandparents houses and you know just growing up in general so anything that I witnessed i pretty much uh threw over to the house settling so it wasn't something that i would consider paranormal or you know anything spooky so yeah that's 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 me i'm not a subscriber to all the spookiness um i literally watch supernatural to fall asleep so none of that really uh the scariest of shows yeah the scariest of shows but like it's Supernatural to me is entertaining because it shows all those things that I don't believe in. But it, so to me, it's entertaining. Brianna is scared shitless. She hates she hates that I play that to go to sleep because it makes her think about things that are undone. Um, I was gonna say, uh, you scared so, me. You pointed so, at me. No, sorry. <laughs> I was just, you you made me think of something. So like, um. You bringing that up made me, uh, before we actually start on your uh, input here, Tyler, um, I just want to bring up, we should uh, we should do like a little scream, uh, scream segment, so to say. We could do the, what's your favorite scary movie? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I because, love it. Because for me, like, my wife's the exact same. If I make her watch anything, like, that's too scary for her. She's like, when I'm awake at night guess who's gonna be up with me i'm sure <laughs> that the monsters aren't gonna kill me that's my fiance yeah, yeah. yeah. so so yeah i after tyler's segment we can do a uh we'll call it the scream segment and do the uh, what's, what, what, what's your favorite scary movie so i know your insights i know that we're not really on this but i just want to say it because it's so funny one other thing that just gets Brianna worse than anything else is cannibalism. Okay, it's kind of lame, but okay. Yeah. I'm, but I'm talking. It is bad. We'll be sitting there, and it's always when we have like pizza or something with red sauce, spaghetti, lasagna, something of that nature. And I was watching uh, Hannibal, uh, you know, series on Netflix. Yeah. Super good, super good. Uh, and we were having spaghetti. Brianna threw up and spaghetti just came out of her nose. That's so funny. It is so funny. And a cup, you know, like in Supernatural they have some uh, 
parts where like the monsters eat people and blah blah she can't do it anytime that we're eating she cannot <laughs> do it and all i can think of is every time she goes and i'll let her gag a couple times probably like two or three times before i really shut it off um i'll just be like i'll just give her a <laughs> look and be like let it linger You're fine but every time that she gets to like that really close part of vomiting all i can think of is the spaghetti noodles coming out of her nose and it is, that is so, so funny. funny so funny that's all i okay. want to say while we're on it real quick bailey's terrified of what i would call new age horror like what's mainstream now skinwalkers and wendigos literally just kill her literally <laughs> don't talk about him like literally like it's like i know it's weird it's funny that is really weird Sl- she's pretty funny i bet she's probably afraid of slenderman as well be, be, listen she's not gonna listen to this episode because i told her nick's gonna talk about shadow people and i'm gonna talk about the wendigos and the skinwalkers <laughs> that's, see, that's that's the interesting part you have like siren head and stuff like that now like all this mm-hmm. stuff that was just like born of like reddit storytelling and uh-huh. people make like 3d renderings of it now on like tiktok and shit and like people like... are genuinely scared of the rake and i can remember remember reading the first rake story on on uh, creepypasta what's the yeah. one that's like scr and the scp that's a scp fun one. yeah search contain protect that's a really fun one yeah they're, 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 they range from terrifying to funny well, yeah, so, like, there's an SCP that's, like, just, like, this little orange blob, and it's, like, cute. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the original SCP is, like, the, it looks like a skinwalker, um, almost. It's, like, this feral, lanky human thing that, you know, like, moves on all fours, but, like, is, like, humanoid, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, it's, like, a Chernobyl project, like, went wrong or so- I just I just want to say something. Even though I don't subscribe to all the haunty, scary stuff, uh, it still gives me anxiety. Okay, because <laughs> as you were explaining this, what if I'm wrong? <laughs> this uh, this creature, I could feel my my chest start to tighten because <laughs> that like I'm just sitting here imagining what this person lo- what this thing looks like and Nick, stop. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I'm not saying that it doesn't scare me. I am the worst person to take to haunted houses because I hit people, okay? I'm one of those people that know that I cannot go here. I will punch them. So it's, yeah, I'm still scared so, of shit, pants. If you go to a haunted house where you have to sign one of those, like, touch waivers, is that, like, a two-way waiver? Like, if no, they, like, not. suddenly, if they they suddenly kick touch your ass. you, you suddenly you're touch you're them back, you, you, like, they will beat your ass and kick you out. Popo are there. Yeah. It's... Okay, See, okay. That, that's, that's just wrong, in my opinion. I mean, I get it. Like, you're signing, you're signing, that's why yeah, you're signing you know what a you're form. Yeah. I love if, haunted if, houses. If you can't handle jump scares or being touched without violently breaking out into a fit of rage, then you probably shouldn't do it, so... And that's Pretty why I don't awesome. do scary houses anymore. Haunted houses. Scary houses. Scary houses. <laughs> so back on the, the spooky, scary ghosts, I think I have a weird, uncommon opinion on these kind of things. Because everyone is kind of like, yes or no. Like, Josh, you're like, maybe. And Josh is like, I need proof. I like. I kind of feel like the non-physical world influences the physical world. And I've thought like this since I was a kid. Because like my neighbors were super religious and they didn't believe in dinosaurs and evolution. 
and all that. And I was like, well, what, what, why couldn't God make the things evolve? Creationists actually scared me more than like the scary stuff. Why couldn't he make the things evolve? So like you say, a ghost opened that door. You say, well, the wind opened that door. What if the ghost can't interact with the door, but the ghost, the ghost can make the wind move because it's not a physical, you know, solid object. And that makes the door open. That's kind of my thought press on it is, you know, the non-physical world can influence the physical world in that way. Um, you know, I heard a plethora of ghost stories from my mom as a child about the house we lived in. But she is uh, what I will only describe as an unreliable source at this time. Um, I'm sorry. You can't do all that meth <laughs> and blame it on ghosts. That's all I'm going to say. Well, this was pre. Okay, we're not going to look. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Um, oh no oh no oh no <laughs> look oh, no. now now people all the emails are gonna say what meth who does meth you can't just say that and not talk about it but no we're one does do that meth. we're gonna no say proof. that and not talk allegedly okay it's satire um, <laughs> don't worry it's fake it's i'm playing a character okay <laughs> um her most famous story that stuck with me a lot as a kid is they used to play said they throw the ouija board one night and the only reason it scared me is because you can go up in the attic right now in that house. My grandpa lives there. You can go up in the attic right now and find that Ouija board. And it's still up there. So that's the only reason why it scared me. But they said they were playing with it. And, like, the house is old and there's, you know, stairs. The, sta- the stairs that go upstairs and the stairs that go to the basement are right above it and below each other, right? They said they were playing with it and they weren't supposed to. And they heard someone coming up the stairs and they thought it was my grandma. Uh, so they, you know, threw the Ouija board under the bed, didn't say goodbye. You're supposed to say goodbye. Uh, That's actually uh, the number one rule. Uh-huh. And then you get, they get in. She wasn't there. So they heard someone going down the basement stairs. They didn't see her car outside, so they just locked the basement stairs. They locked, you know, from the top. Because there was, like, a basement door. So there was, like, an internal lock to the basement stairs because there was an outside door on the stairs. Anyways, so they locked the door waited for her to come home she went down there there's nobody down there then she woke up the next day with you know deep gashes all down her legs and you know that's that and the house we grew up in i mean i had all kinds of little experiences i was never like really scared because i never felt like i was in danger you know what i mean or anything like that i never felt that threatening feeling but the most concrete evidence i have this happened more than once i think it actually happened when josh was there but it happened when another friend was there too we were like playing games in my bedroom and there's a dresser, like an empty dresser in there. And the door just kind of slid open a little bit, just a couple inches. And my friend that was with me was like, did you just see that? And I was like, yeah, it, you know, stuff like that happens sometimes. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And we just ignored it for a while. And then it slid back in later. And, like, that's the most concrete evidence. But, like, when the house, you'd always hear, like, footsteps and, you know, people talking and stuff. But like Josh said, it's just the house settling. Um, Let's say in the scientific community, we just call that a gravitational anomaly. Uh, I mean, or, yeah, it or, definitely could be. Or the it ghost was it. the angle of that dresser that was and just that floor was pretty out. uneven. Uh-huh. The floor was uneven. It was the back part of the house, and it was like a screened-in porch that was turned into the real type of the house, and it it was the angle of the floor, and then just That's very randomly, well could be. It was just the know, wobble of the earth. It's fine. yeah, That's like, awesome. Like we went um, off, we went off axis for a second. We're fine. And then some heck of secondhand stories that I heard that I kind of half experienced was, uh, now I did feel the ore here. My aunt has a property out in the country, which is 
uh, very close to the Salem house. If you're anywhere in the, from the area, you know what I'm talking about. I'll go into that next. But uh, it's very close to the Salem house. And they they always claim that their property stopped where it stopped in the woods started where it started because the tractors wouldn't go any farther, which, you know, sounds like bullshit now that I'm an adult and not a child. But, uh, you know, they have pictures of the property where, again, you could just say the photos didn't develop well. But you can see, like, crosses and stuff, like T's. You can see, like, what looks like old street signs, like remnants, like, in the pictures. It's weird. There was always kind of a bad vibe when you were out there. And everybody that lived out there had stories of, you know, feeling like they're being watched and this and that. And, like, and this, again, might just be my terrified child brain. But I swear that every time you would talk about, like, in the pictures, the name Tim showed up, right? Every time you would talk about Tim, the lights outside would go out. And, you know, like, I can't confirm that because I was a mere child when it was happening, and I was terrified. But, like, I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, so then um, the Salem house they used to live up by, um, the story is an old, like, Civil War veteran came home and, murdered his family and hung them in the barn and killed himself and you know that it was haunted or whatever and uh so you know uh, kids would go out there and you know try to get scared and my mom said you know that was from her she said she went out there once and uh they stole a book like a little black book like a spell book or like a like an address book or some weird shit from the basement and uh when they got in their cars they saw headlights coming down the road that seemed like they came out of nowhere and they pulled in behind them. And when they got out to see, you know, fuck the cops are here or whatever, there was no car. Ooh, spooky. Ghost uh, car. Ghost car. And that was, you know, a pretty common legend uh, for being out there. If you were out there at a certain time and a certain day, you would get caught by the owners. They would, the car would come down the lane and then they'd disappear. Uh, and that kind of feels similar to like Crybaby Bridge. I feel like everywhere has a Crybaby Bridge and a Crybaby Bridge story. We have one that's probably a couple miles from the house. It's just outside of town. And the stories, I think, I think that one, the story is, uh, I don't even know. It's some circumstance causes a mom to throw her baby over the bridge or die on the bridge or whatever. And then at night you hear the baby crying under the bridge. You know, generic generic ghost stories right. that are fun. Um, yeah, one that got me that's not ghost but kind of creepy. In the area, we have this house called the Mongoloid House. Now, do you guys know what a Mongoloid is? Yeah. It's a just of. incest mutation of Yeah, it's, some, it's a deformed yeah. person with a large head. Apparently, there's some of them lived out there, and their kids were all Mongoloids, and people would go out there and pull in the driveway and try to you know, appear in the windows and catch a look at the freaks or whatever you want to say. That felt kind of wrong coming out of my mouth, but it's fine. Um, and then it, and then these people got, it literally turned into right, wrong turn. Like these people got upset. So they started stringing barbed wire up, you know, over their driveway and chasing people out and shooting shotguns at the back of their car and stuff like that. The big story, the big story I've heard has all three. They kids in high school, you know, the guy who's writing the story, they go up and they look in the house and they see him and then they hear him come out the back door. So they get in the house and run. And as they're driving down the the driveway, a stump from a tree is thrown out of the cornfield in front of their car. And they swerve, you know, 
and the next thing they know, they're going down the driveway, and the wing of their old Firebird gets chopped off, ripped off by this barbed wire they run into. And then they chase them down the driveway in a pickup truck, shooting shotguns at them, peppering their car with buckshot. You know, it all feels so generic and fake. But I like to, I like to believe it's real. It's fun to think about. You know, it's fun to to think that there are ghosts and all that fun stuff. That's really funny because uh, my mom's partner, mm-hmm. her family owned a farmhouse out on Salem Road. So that's yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, I remember that. You guys yeah. live right down the road from the house, like yeah. two or three houses down. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, lots of acreage between everything. S- the story that I was told by a native out there, right, who lived and grew up after generation to generation. I down here all my life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, was – it was the same story. People went to go take a look. Except uh, they burnt, they basically caught the house on fire on purpose to get rid of these people. Uh, and there's, when you go to the to the Mongoloid house, it's all like it's fucked up. Like it's ha- it's half standing. You still have a a one exterior wall and like a staircase that goes up to nothing, and then you have the basement. Those you need to avoid staircases that lead to fucking nothing if you ever find a fucking staircase out in the fucking woods that just leads to nowhere do not go up those you will never be found again <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cover that sometime too that's that falls, search that, that falls really really fucking close in line uh, to what we're talking about though that's uh, yeah we'll talk about it another day but god damn it that's fucking freaky so if you and that and that's part of the legend right is the only thing that are that is still standing in that household are the stairs down to the basement and the stairs up to the second floor where the, where there's no second floor the stairs to hell there's no there's no wall supporting these stairs there's nothing supporting the stairs so there there's one exterior wall on the left hand side and the stairs are on the right hand side and it's just it's literally just a staircase uh, the house was burnt. There's, you know, always people going in there, doing six 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 and whatever, and having parties in the in the basement. But uh, Ray, Satan. That's a uh, that's a hell of a rave. Yeah. Hell, <laughs> uh, so it it was just it was always intriguing uh, as a kid about that kind of story because. There's so there's actually a book an art, an author who lives in uh, in Marion who wrote about the Mongoloid house and has a lot of investigative information on it so uh, it was it's pretty cool I mean it's it is definitely kind of a bad vibe area and the nobody can get the uh, the owners to sell the the plot to whether like take down and fill the hole. Uh, even though it's been marked as a hazard because it literally is a probably about an eight foot drop into the basement, nobody will fill it. No, the uh, owners won't sell the land. Well, in theory, you shouldn't be out there, so it shouldn't be a hazard. This, this is where drones come into play, all right? Mm-hmm. It's flying we over. Just, we just we just send a cruise missile. <laughs> 
Oh, other the drones. Very, yeah, the, <laughs> the scary, the, the, the scary drones. The one just, that uh, you just send a cruise missile right down onto the plant, and you just evaporate all of those bad voodoo jujus, and you make them disappear with fire. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's the next war. Fuck the war on terror. It's the war on ghosts. Yeah, it's <laughs> the paranormal war. That sounds cool. We should make a book out of that now. Yeah, the paranormal war. Let's just spend the rest of the podcast writing that book. No, sir. Once upon a time. <laughs> I'm good. So, so what um, about these scary movies? Yeah, scary movies. I have a few that I thoroughly enjoy. Enlighten us. Well, I don't want to be, you know, the complete generic bitch, but I am going to be for just half a second. When I was younger, I was a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Oh um, yeah, like the, the old, the old oh, school, yeah. the old, original, old school. That was yeah, the first like, pair of titties I ever saw. Everything <laughs> like when you see young Johnny Depp getting sucked into a bed, and then literally just like a volcano of blood erupts in the room. That you know, for for the time for the time period, Impressive. according according to my father was the most terrifying fucking thing he ever saw as a teenager on the big screen. Um, obviously, by the time I was, you know, around a kid, like, you know, 40-some years later, he was like, you know, that's cheesy, and, you know, of course it's cheesy. It was made in the fucking 70s or 80s. It holds up pretty well, though. It does. Today. It's still pretty scary. And I've seen, you know, I've seen every... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, including Freddy. Freddy versus Jason is some of the best <laughs> comedy. It's some of the best it comedy is, that anyone horror can, comedy. can get their fucking hands on, alright? Mm-hmm. Um, Corinne is actually... That is one movie I can get Corinne to watch with me because she's like... So, her thing with Nightmare on Elm Street is she hates the song. She hates the one, two, Freddy's coming for you song. <laughs> because it's creepy. You know, little girls are like playing jump rope and singing the song and it's just fucking freaky she hates it if anyone starts singing it or she hears it anywhere she just immediately shuts down and like tears just Ah! and she's just like nope that's not a thing um but that's like despite all of her hatred for freddy krueger and all that because the the idea of freddy krueger being a uh basically we'll call him a demon or evil spirit that is able to infiltrate your dreams and kill you from within somewhere where you technically should be safe uh it's terrifying um but even with all that aside freddie versus jason to this day she can laugh at because it is literally just a terrible fucking movie it's so bad it's funny and it I doesn't love it. take itself seriously no and it shouldn't it's exactly. literally it's literally the most ridiculous fucking thing ever and the people who wrote and directed it knew that and they had fun with it and that's what i love about it it's one of my favorite um, oh it's one of the best versus movies ever um, uh-huh. like if you're gonna put it you could put it up against batman versus superman Freddy versus jason wins every day um but outside of that like scary movie stuff I'm a big Rob Zombie fan, and um, gory as shit, man. I love it though. Uh, it's Hall- so good. Hall- House of a Thousand Corpses. We just watched this the other day. I watched it personally, House of a Thousand Corpses, and we actually watched uh, Devil's Rejects uh, together on the TV. And uh, Devil's Rejects is just cinematic gold, in my opinion. Um, and I have not seen three from hell. I, I don't think I really want to, 
I, I think where they ended with Devil's Rejects is where it should have stayed. Um, and then another one that stuck with me uh, as a kid was House on Haunted Hill, um, or maybe it was the House on the Haunted Hill. Um, and you know, it's a little cliche, but I, I'm also a big Scream fan. I was Scream, mm-hmm. I was Scream when I was like a kid, so. Those are, uh, I like a lot of like the obvious ones, but I also like some nuanced ones like House on Haunted Hill, the Rob Zombie stuff. I've never seen like uh, Crow. Um, Jeepers Creepers was one of those ones also, what like I never really got into, but I did I see liked it. Creepers. I liked it a lot. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. You know, I, I I think the later ones are better than, than the first, in my opinion, because uh-huh. he, he has a lot more like interaction. Screen time. Yeah, you actually see him. <laughs> yeah, you know he takes like a a fucking axe and just like fucks a dude's head open with it. I don't know. Um, there's a, I think there's a scene where like a dude has like a like a fifty caliber mounted fucking gun and he's shooting it in the sky at this fucking creature. Uh-huh. And uh, you know he still just doesn't die. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so Nightmare on Elm Street definitely my favorite i'm sorry friday the 13th fans um <laughs> fred fred freddy's my boy um and jason's just a slow big dummy retard who just kill, who, who just who just kills people having sex all the time and that's kind of a that's a turn off for me listen if you don't if you see boobies in the first minute of the film you know it's a great horror film you know, Jason X, okay? That's another funny one. When That's he ta- funny, when right? he takes the sleeping bag of the kids having sex in the sleeping bag <laughs> and then starts banging it across the tree. I mean, that's comedy gold, right? <laughs> He's just literally taking a sleeping bag full of teenagers having sex and smacking them across the freaking tree. Awesome. So, yeah, that's, that's some of my favorite scary movie times right there. Uh, I'll go next. That's okay. That is okay. My all-time favorite uh, has a bit of a cult following, but I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it. Mm. Trick or Treat? Nope. Oh, it's so good. It's a bunch of like little interconnected stories in this town happening on Halloween where like one of them is like the bus driver was like a pedophile to all these special needs kids and he killed them all and they come back on Halloween and fucking just murder him. And it's like, it's, 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 it's a really good movie. It's pretty fucking scary. It really got me. Um, I'm a big fan of this stupid, not serious hillbilly slashers. Like the Hills have eyes and I love the wrong turn movies. The wrong turn movies are so much fun. House of Wax is another good one. Uh, Uh, And then my favorite one, my favorite like comedy is the, Freddy vs. Jason. I fucking love Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, I actually kind of want to watch is, it now. It is so good. Um, a newer one that actually was pretty good and pretty scary because I think a lot of new horror movies suck. We haven't yeah. had any. We haven't had any, a good like new cult, you know. Unless you call The Conjuring, a lot of people like that, but I haven't seen them all. I don't really. I think it's kind of meh. But I thought Mama, the first one, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty scary. <sighs> the jump scares weren't were pretty like well placed in my opinion and like not overused i kind of forgot about it but the ring 
You ever watch well, the ring? Yeah. The original that's, one. Yeah. I never I don't subscribe to anything that came after the original. The, the ring. original ring was like some original good content. The grudge, those are pretty fucking scary too. Once again, after the first one you lose me. Um there was one I was just thinking of before you said the ring that messed me up that I forgot I'm all about. I, I'm thinking like I keep having uh-huh. Now that oh, we're talking cool. about the movies, they just keep mm-hmm. rolling in my head. Like, this isn't even a Halloween movie, but it is a cult classic, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've actually uh, never seen it. I associate that with Halloween a lot because I used to watch it every Halloween. Um, well, it, it is kind of like, it's a cult classic, and it's like Halloween-ish, you know? So it's it's a fun movie. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Tyler, you should definitely watch it. I, was, I think I, I've been thinking about it because I've, I've seen it I've referenced in a lot of things. I mean, it's got Tim Curry in it. That's all you need to know. Um, here's one that was good for the first one or two films and then fell off real quick. Mm. Paranormal Activity. Oh God! The so first one over, was so overdone. Was the first one was really good though? It was groundbreaking. Yeah, it was it like. Was. Aren't they on like? Then, didn't they like make ten of them though? Yeah, but then they're like, oh, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, like, just I, let's go ahead and kick the horse to death. Uh-huh. Yeah, I stopped at, like, the fourth one. Um, Josh. I think after Josh's turn, we should we should talk about our favorite horror parodies. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I got a few. Uh, mm-hmm. So, all of mine are actually none that you guys said. Um, good. Yeah, right. This is great. I watch every single horror movie that I possibly can. I don't know why, but it's just something I do. Uh, once we get to September, I start watching, you know, my traditional stuff, uh, and then we basically watch a horror movie once a week. So, uh, favorite horror movie is going to be The Shining. Uh, here's Johnny is just classic. Like, just classic um follow-up to that is going to be the chainsaw uh texas chainsaw massacres one and two threes okay but i i like one and two a lot um do you know that what do you know that's based off of ed gein i did not know that but i knew i'm really happy no one has said halloween because michael myers sucks the old school ones are pretty pretty i hated those though and all I the like new them. ones are garbage. I've I just watched no. the brand new one too, and it Josh, was no, the Rob Zombie see, ones are good. Did you ever see Hollow Man? No. Like it's an old old movie. No. How about Pumpkinhead? Leprechaun? Anyone? I've seen Leprechaun. Leprechaun. That's another funny one. Right there. <laughs> that's, that was funny. When, when he when he kills the motherfucker with the pogo stick and just keeps <laughs> jumping on him, yeah. I'm like, and then he drives. Like... Then he drives the little car. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. How about the one where the guy he eats the coin because he thinks it's chocolate? So Leprechaun just like rips it out of his stomach. Oh my god. He just punches him in the stomach and grabs <laughs> it. And pulls we're it forgetting out. about the cinematic gold that is the Saw series. I was just about oh, to say that. that yeah. That's my too. that's my next like one. So Saw bas- two, all time favorite. The basically the my my succession is gonna be um uh the shining Texas Chainsaw series and then the saw series so, i love all of the saws the new one i think it's called that's not the newest i don't think it's, it's called i think it's called just saw the storyline runs concurrently one in the past and one in the present and you don't find out until the end oof 
it's pretty it's it's one of the better ones i think i think that's one of the few franchises where all the movies are pretty good isn't one of the later ones like an entire fucking skyscraper that's just been like yes i've seen that that sounds wild yeah i i know see i that's like saw nine or some shit and i haven't seen that one but i remember the trailer for it even though it's like the same but not the same they do such a good job explaining the story of who takes over and you know just Mm -hmm. continuing the the um the series it's surprisingly easy to follow yes well it's a little trippy Three but, and four I mean, like, are kind of like yeah. kind of wonky because that's when the first transition happens. Uh, but nonetheless, it was, it's it really is. It's a very good series. Um, my favorite comedy uh, Halloween movie is actually Beetlejuice. Oh, that's a great movie. That's, that's a I good love one. Beetlejuice. It yeah, is. See, I'm I'm not giving any honorable mentions to like Nightmare Before Christmas or anything because those are just eh. give, those are give me's. You know. Yeah, those those like those are are really really mainstream. Like those basically. Uh... If I can make my headset work. My okay, so yes, those those movies are definitely mainstream. I think, uh, but they're still good still still uh still in yeah still in my my must watch for the season all right tyler take us away okay um so i want to go ahead i'll start with my favorite parody movies for horror movies like scary movies are also you know always so good but i like the haunted like a haunted house and a haunted house too i think those are really funny there's this scene because they move into this haunted house it's haunted you know whatever and it's like a paranormal activity spoof and they call their thug gangster cousins to come over because yeah. of the ghost. And, like, there's this scene where they do shit talking to the ghost. And the girl's like, stop, stop. You're going to make it angry. And he goes, I don't give a fuck, Keisha. And, like, that made me laugh so hard. Because right after that, all the chairs are upside down. And, like, you know, like, all the furniture's moved. And they all run out of the house screaming like little girls. Yeah. Comedy gold. That was a good one. Now, as far as scary movie goes, I would say you have scary movie one, you have scary movie two, right? Scary movie three, maybe. So after scary movie two, they roll back the rating on the movie from an R to a PG thirteen, and the the humor is a little more like, I yeah. guess I'm gonna call it washed. It, it's yeah, it's PG thirteen humor. Um. The first two are definitely my favorites. Um, you know, the first one making fun of, you know, a few different things, but mostly Scream. And the second one making fun of um, technically uh, a, a little bit of Poltergeist, a little bit of Exorcist, and a little bit of uh, House on Haunted Hill, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, four is trash and five has snoop dogg in it so you know it's trash i liked four, four um, has ashley tisdale doesn't it uh so and charlie sheen yeah charlie sheen's actually in three so that's when he gets introduced is three three makes fun of signs uh, i don't know if you ever saw signs but i had the kid from yeah. the sixth sense in it that's basically about aliens um, i think four is pretty funny crop circles and all that four is like war of the worlds and then like the aliens end up being the saw puppets 
and maybe I'm um, thinking of five. And then five, I haven't actually had the stomach to sit all the way through because I think that first fifteen minutes makes me ill. Yeah, that one has actually tasted. It's pretty funny, isn't it? Um, isn't the beginning like Miley Cyrus or something like that? Or Hannah? I think so. Yeah, and she's like dating Charlie Sheen, and then he jumps out of a window and kills himself with this giant boner. Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. I mean, they're all ridiculous. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. No. You're telling me. You're telling me the parrot in Scary Movie Two is not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. That was comedy gold. (laughs) Um, Run, bitch, run! Polly want a cracker. Polly wants your mama sweet ass. (laughs) Actually, it's funny. You know, Charlie Sheen taking Viagra and then having a midget-sized dick and killing himself by jumping out. of a balcony and then landing on the ground and his boner being so big that it's actually like his boner hit the ground and then he's just like laying on top of it dead like i'm sorry that's like that's that's pretty funny that's slapstick humor that is slapstick humor bro it's not well thought out it's not classy at all but what you got josh my bit uh so i don't know if this is gonna be scary movie right but the Predator is a hilarious movie. The new one. Oh my god. With uh with the guy who has Tourette's. <laughs> Fuck I my ass. Really? You have to yeah. watch it. It is so funny. It is <laughs> it is really good. You have you definitely have to watch it. I'll check I'll, have, I'll check it out. I'll check it's it on Netflix, Netflix so. Speaking of Tourette's, have you guys seen the like kids on TikTok who have Oh these my fucking kicks? god. They, they film themselves while they're going through their tics because they don't call it like, you know, they don't call it what it is or whatever. I they don't just, have Tourette's. It... I just have tics. Yeah, they have tics. And this I'm one girl, this one girl, she had this video posted and her sound got taken down because uh, she kept repeating this uh, phrase. It's like, that's kind of gay, Paul. Like, and then she'd be like, yeah, that's kind. Of, she'd be like talking normal, like, "Hey guys, how you doing?" That's kind of gay, Paul. And it's like, okay, um, and I, you know, they they didn't take her down or anything, but they removed the sound from it. And honestly, I just hate that. I hate that so much. She got it's canceled so for having Tourette's. Yeah, how funny. Are I mean, guys... just just that specific video. So, but Are you anyways. Guys ready? For one of two yes. new games. Yes. yes. Well, you're so excited. This I'm one, so excited. Uh, this one is a work in progress, but it we're, we're I'm gonna give you book titles, and you're gonna tell me if it is erotica, fiction, nonfiction, or a serial killer's autobiography. Are you are you excited for this? Yes. I'm I have so one, excited. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I have seventeen of them. Okay. Pretty quick. I have no description of the book, unfortunately, just the titles. So <laughs> we'll go back and forth. Who wants to go first? I will go first. Okay. Temptation. The Hunt Book Series One. That's erotica. That is erotica. Thank you. Ding. Okay, okay, okay. Nick. <laughs> Deviant. I must say fiction. 
That is a serial killer biography. That is about Ed Gein. Oh, okay. I know that one. Okay, Dang. Josh. Midnight in Chernobyl. Fiction. Nonfiction. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah, right. Hey, like... Nick. Den of Vipers. Oh, definitely erotica. That is erotica. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that has to do with the den is automatically like fucking erotica. Uh, Josh. Yeah. Babysitter. <laughs> serial killer, serial killer, serial killer. I'm going to say serial killer. Bingo. Who, who is that? Who is uh, the? I don't, I don't. I don't know that one, unfortunately. Because mm. I was sitting here, I was like, oh, "Who killed? Ba- who killed the babysitter?" Who's the babysitter? <laughs> it was actually called Babysitter. My time with a serial killer. I would have given it away, killer, but yeah. I would have given it away. Yeah, right. Uh, so Nick. Yeah. We have bread in the bone, and bread is like you breed dogs, not like the bread you eat. Bread and the bone. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> is, that, is, is that erotica? No, it's fiction. It's Fic- wholesome okay. family I, fiction. I, I was wholesome thinking, fi- I was thinking fiction, but then I was like, but "Is it? Is it being like? Is it being dirty in an indirect way? <laughs> Bread in the bone? <laughs> you damn right." Yeah, okay, Josh. Another one-word title: Behave. Ooh, that's erotica. Erotica. That's nonfiction. No. <laughs> About what? <laughs> uh, I did. I see. That's why it's a work in progress. I think next time I'm gonna give you guys a synopsis with okay. the title. Nick. Oh, that'll take forever. All right. Go ahead. Uh, it would. Uh, another one word. Credence. The act of putting a creature up their ass. Erotica. <laughs> Credence. <laughs> tough one i'm mm-hmm. gonna say um just take a shot in the dark here because we're not i don't think we're keeping score at this rate but i yeah. am um <laughs> oh, you are yeah. okay thank god thank god for josh um he, he wants to win um i'm up by a, one you're just scared to play are you smarter than a fifth grader um <laughs> all right i'm gonna say that is a serial killer Biography. Is, that is erotica. <laughs> See, it could have been any <laughs> Told of you. Exactly. Put a creeter in their for. ass. Uh, okay, That's okay. Funny. I got one. Wine dark deep. See, that sounds Excuse like erotica. Me? What? Wine, as in you drink? Yeah. Dark deep. It's probably nonfiction. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's erotica, obviously. Wine, uh, serial killer. No, it's fiction. Okay, well, fair enough. Fiction. It's okay. so hard. <laughs> it is. That, that's the point. So they all sound the same. That's why it's funny. <laughs> I'll be gone in the dark. Oh my god. I'll be gone in the dark. Uh huh. I'm just gonna keep saying serial killer. Yep, that's the Boston Strangler. Yeah. Um, we're tied. I have two more. Okay. Oh no, we're tied. <laughs> This one is Pale Face Lie. Erotica. Serial killer. 
Damn it. Nick, Nick, we have Apparently, Tainted Frost. <laughs> tainted Frost. Yep. Oh. <laughs> if you get this wrong, I'm going to be... I'm going to lose, first off, but... I'm really sad right now. Uh, you're not going to get it. <laughs> tainted Frost. <laughs> I'm gonna say fiction. Oh, bingo! <laughs> Lucky guess. <laughs> Look, you had to keep score just so you could lose, huh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> the next one, we have a fun little dating game. I'm excited. Uh, cue the Family Feud theme because that is what came into my head first. Da, na, 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 na. <sighs> so. This is from the wonderful word of Backpage, which is like Craigslist on meth. Okay. I love meth. So we're playing Backpage Dating. We have four. It's actually meth. We have four lovely single men. I'm going to review their profile, and then I need you each to pick one. Okay. Who you would love to go on a date with. Okay. Simon's game. Oh, my God. I hate him so much. Okay, so uh, my next game is Backpage Dating. Backpage is like Craigslist on cocaine. Uh, so it's like, you know, all the creeps from Craigslist moved over there after their personal connections went down. So I'm going to give you four lovely bachelors from Backpage Dating, and you guys are going to pick one to take home with you. Okay? Got it. First one's name is Devin. Devin is 18. He's a male looking for romance and dating and a long-term relationship. And he speaks English. Now, uh, think of your standard Limp Biscuit fan. That is what he looks like. He has the backwards <laughs> cap, the tap-out shirt, and the frosted tips. Okay. So, like his bio, Gangster NSYNC. Oh boy, yep. Gangster NSYNC. <laughs> yep. Uh, his bio. All it says is "What's up, sexy." Mm. That's all you get to know about him. Okay? My kind, my kind of man. He's 18. Oh. His hair color is gray-white. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me move on down to... He has pets. He has birds and exotic pets. He's hoping his partner has a cat. That is the required pet he's looking for. His <laughs> occupation is unemployed. His employment status is prefer not to say. His living, his living situation is with friends. He has a bachelor's degree. And he's looking for someone that went to a vocational college. He likes antiques, dancing, galleries, and gambling. He listens to world music, pop music, and religious music. And finally, our friend David here is into base jumping, walking, American football, and cycling. Sounds like a loser. I'm going to pass. Next, we have Ken. Ken is a solid 41 years old. Ken is looking for a pen pal or friendship. He lives with his kids, and he speaks English. He is a Marisa double dog. He's a Marine. Hoorah. A truck driver. This is what he looks like. Everybody's grandpa. Uh, cancer. All caps. I don't know if that's his sign or if he has it. <laughs> the, I'm the coolest the sign. The coolest motherfucker you'll ever meet. And then it says 622 to 722. To Rustworthy. Attractive. Great kisser. One of a kind. Loves to be in a long-term relationship. Extremely energetic and unpredictable. 
Now, as I said, Ken is a 41-year-old man living in Columbus, Ohio. He is not willing to relocate for the love of his life. His hair color changes frequently, and his body style is full-figured. So he's fat. He occasionally drinks, but he hopes you do drink. He occasionally smokes, but he does not want you to smoke. He has fifths, fish, and reptiles, and he hopes you will bring a fish into his family. His occupation is a hairdresser slash personal groomer, and he's looking for an artistic, creative performance person. But he's currently not employed and living with his kids. <laughs> I'm assuming that means that he's oh, living they're with adults his kids. And you... They're not living with him. That's my... Oh, boy. That's Gen yes. X loser. He, uh, his, he likes ballet, comedy clubs, live music, and crafts. He listens to folk music, rap music, and soft rock music. Now, our buddy Ken here is a well-rounded man. He likes to read. Uh, he likes to read the nature of statistical learning theory, the, the cult classic Age of Wrath, Tau of Physics, and Prisoner of Birth are what makes his top five books. Um, yeah. Oh, his hobbies and interests, I'm sorry, include gardening, motorcycles, beach parks, and comic books. Can we get a round of applause for Ken, please? Uh, a round of no. a pause? Yes, we yeah. can pause on that. Uh, Next. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to have to say no, and the deal breaker is living with his kids. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, you want someone who can support themselves. Um, the next one, his name is Tim. W with two M's, Tim with two M's. He's into romance and dating, long-term relationships. He lives with his family. Now, the best way to describe Tim is if fat Jason Seagal and fat Steven, Steven Seagal and fat Jason Momoa had a baby, you get old Tim here. He looks like, uh, or you could say fat. Oh, hell no. <laughs> that's, also, that's also a good one. Hell no. Okay, now Tim, his bio is one long run-on sentence. Okay, are you ready for this? The greatest line in all of cinema history, Fozzie Bear, driving. What do we do now, Kermit? Bear left, Fozzie, right, Frog. The Muppet movie, favorite scene from all my favorite movies, in my honest opinion. Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken doing the eggplant scene in True Romance, fucking brilliant. The things I spent a lot of time thinking about. Interesting answers to put on these damn lists. A job I won't hate, a job I could love. A job in the middle that would pay me enough. The ultimate answer to life. The universe and everything who watches The Watchmen. Will my next leap be the leap home? Will I ever get decent insurance without a decent job? Come on, Obama. Is it truly better to give than receive? Because I'm a big fan of both. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Still practicing, ladies. Ha ha ha. If an igloo catches fire, would it eventually put itself out? What color do Smurfs turn when you choke them? Did Alf make, ever make it home to Milmac? Why would someone make a movie about the board game Monopoly? Can, the, can an A-team movie ever be as good as a show? Who killed Laura Palmer? Who killed JR? Thermodynamic logarithms. Boobs. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> We can pass on this guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> stop you right there. All right. 
Can I? I'm gonna swipe left on that one. I just don't even want to hear anything else. I don't want to hear anything else. You don't like Tim? Can I even get yeah. insurance without a decent job? Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and finally, we have Adam. Adam Come looking on, for Adam. a pen pal, friendship. He lives with his spouse. Mm. Oh. You know what um, I hate honestly, about pen affair. pal? Oh, just no. Adam looks like your average state trooper. Yes, he does. Um, I'm down so far. About me. Overall, I'm looking for a serious, long-term relationship that a very open-minded and sexual girl. I would want to be okay with still having sex. I would want you to be okay with still having sex with other guys while we're together, as well as even dirtier, kinkier stuff. Mm. But I am, but I am serious about wanting something real. However, until I find a girl, until I find that girl, I'm looking for a fun friend with benefits. And Adam here is a 31-year-old male that lives in Columbus, Ohio. He, um, his body style is petite, and he is Indian. Uh, he looks pretty white to me. I was surprised. Probably okay. Native American Indian, not like Indian Indian. Uh, wouldn't that say Native American? Anyways. Probably not. Uh, but he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> he has a bird and a rabbit, and he hopes to you will have a cat to bring into his home. And he is an artistic, creative performer, and he is unemployed. And he is looking for an artistic, creative performer that is employed part-time, so you guys can still hang out. He lives with his spouse, but he wants you to live alone, so he can come to your house and hang out, I assume. He went to a vocational college. He said his English ability is very good. His sign is Aries. He's looking for a Sagittarius. His, his entertainment includes antiques, astrology, crafts, and sing-along. Not sing-alongs, no specific sing-alongs, just sing-along. Uh, his food he likes is Caribbean, Jewish, Mediterranean, and others. And he listens to reggae, classical opera, and soft rock. Um, well, I'm yeah. an Aquarius, so I automatically fail on this guy's expectations. Okay. So. so if you guys had to pick one of our four bastards, who would you go home with? Number one, uh, two, three, or four? I don't know. I just kind of want to kick all their asses. Personally, I'm taking Tim. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going deep into this, and I just <laughs> I want to poke and prod that man's mind. Well, I mean, I mean it's apparent I, that he wants to poke and prod you. So, Tim. Tim was probably honestly the the was that the 41 year old guy. That was the 24 year old, the fat Jason Momoa. Oh, he was the weird one that had the yeah, boobs. Boob, yeah, boobs. Boobs. Yeah. He has I this mean, cool shirt that says "Almost Famous." Yeah, you know, he, he probably would, I I guess that's my, yeah, sure. That's not mine. I'm, I'm going to have to go with um, uh, living with the kids. You got to go mm-hmm. the old, old, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's a truck driver. He makes too. good money. Yeah. He just lives with his home? kids because he's, cause he's, cause he's down on his he, luck right now. Well, but maybe he doesn't need a home because he's on the road all the time. That's why. Why would you pay for a house? You're not going to be there. True, true. You can just live in your camper or trailer. I do want to point out that Tim plays archery, boating, American football, and soccer. He plays those? He plays archery. I and doubt boating, that. Yes. He's a fat boy. I saw him. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Backpage is an interesting place. Um, you know what's really funny, though? There are like there are four or five seconds for dating. You got man, woman, woman, man, man, man woman woman and trans right all of them are completely empty except for the man woman 
That's so funny. <laughs> Isn't it? There's not a single post to be made there. That is so fun. So is Backpage its own website or is it, it like a like, subreddit? It's like it's ba- it's its own website. It's a Craigslist. It's the exact same thing as Craigslist. Basically, you can post gotcha. jobs and sell things. And but they kept their they kept their uh, creations like their or personal connections up. Uh, Craigslist took them down because people were being too obscene. Obscene. And they, they doing illegal things. Illegal things. Yes. 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 Um. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I do want to touch one more thing before we dive into our trivia for the end of the night. And that's a quick update on this Alec Baldwin shooting. Uh, I have a bit of a hot take on it, right? So, from what I've gathered in my research, um, the chain of events was the armorer was not on set. She was off set. The assistant producer came and grabbed a gun off her table when she was off set, which is not supposed to be done. And then he called the gun cold without checking it, which is not supposed to be done, and then handed it off. And apparently they were filming a scene where Baldwin, like, it's a transition shot like we were talking about. He's just pointing his gun at the camera and firing. That's all it is. It's a close-up shot of him shooting the gun. So, And then the armor is also saying that she has no idea where the live, live round came from. Because there were 500 rounds found on set, and they know that a live round is what killed that woman. So she says she has no idea where it came from because live rounds are never stored on set. And to me, it looks like they're trying to make this girl take the fall because they're putting out so many articles about her and about how, uh, you know, like they're talking about how she was involved in a fatal crash a couple years ago where it was her and her friends on motorcycles and they were all drinking and driving or whatever and someone crashed and died. They're trying to attack her character and this and that, which granted, I'm sure she has a vault in the situation, but to me, it just really kind of feels like that that producer is at fault, and they're trying to make her take the blame for the whole situation. Because how can she do her job if she's not on if she's not on set? They shouldn't be grabbing guns from the table if she's not there yeah. to hand them off and clear them. So how is that on her if the gun was removed from her possession while she was there? Yeah, but at the same time, the armor is the person who's responsible for all uh, ammunition and exactly. rounds. So if she's saying, oh, I don't know how this live round got here. Well, you are the person who's ultimately responsible for that. But don't you think it's a little funny that the AP is the one who handed Baldwin the gun and there's not a single article or anything being written about the dude? Yeah, no, I, I get that. I think it. I think it's just going to be struggling with the with the whole set of movie magic. Like, we can't reveal our secrets of how we do things because, you know, it's movie magic. But in reality, like, there's so many rules that are put in place to help protect people, and all the rules were broken. So everybody should be charged exactly Uh everybody should be at fault for it the only person that should not be at fault is mr baldwin in the world we live in why are guns not completely cgi why are we still firing blanks and live rounds on set more authentic of a look i mean yeah because Um, yeah i like practical effects but yeah I, i mean i mean for me it's like the whole situation was a systematical fair failure on like every level of the spectrum yeah and you can point blame and you know everyone wants like 
somebody wants justice but at the end of the day this was an accident like yes because you can't prove it otherwise there's no way to at least not not with the information we have right now so like when you have a multi-tier uh accident like this where you have all these checks and balances that failed like completely failed all the way up to the very incident it's like how how do you bring anyone to justice or place any blame like who who's the ultimate person to blame here and that's what i think everyone's trying to get to the bottom of right everyone's going to have a different story though i think the best thing to do would be to find the company because if you hit them in their money where it hurts them they will change the policies because they don't want it to happen again right but is it really fair to blame the company for that i don't believe that it's going to end up with a charge, a solid charge. I really don't. No one's because, going to jail. Yeah, because it's, like Nick said, there's just too many checks and balances that failed at that point. But what I do think is going to happen is the family members of the uh, deceased cameraman, cameraman or cinematographer. Yeah, uh, and I think they're going to sue and it's going to stop all production on this movie. And they're going to probably win every single penny that the movie's worth. Okay. Oh, probably. Real, real quick, I have a question. When you say company, Tyler, who exactly are you referring to? Um, that's a tough one because I imagine the studio. Uh, I would say, whoever is in charge at the top, like the company that is employing them. Okay. But those are just the writers. company. Okay. So. Or the I'm I'm saying listen here. My thought process is. They're going to find a scapegoat if someone gets charged and that person's going to go away and they're going to keep doing their malicious practices that they do to, you know, force these movies out, keep skipping safety measures. I'm saying if the company loses money over this, loses real money over this is what will make them install new safety measures and do things to prevent this from happening again. Because at the end of the day, I mean, like, that's what the company is worried about is their money. Not not to say they don't they don't care about their staff because who knows, but like how often do you hear stories about good working environments in Hollywood and working on movie sets and yeah, that's I just, just where I'm at. I I guess I I was just curious what you meant by com like company because like I I guess for me like uh, it's such a, it's just such a a bad like twisted so much situation because mm-hmm. it's like okay but like let's say you know dick sporting goods sells someone a, a 1911 a colt 1911 that person goes and shoots somebody with that colt 1911 is dick is dick sporting goods at at fault for selling that person who passed no you know like i don't like that i don't like just like suing remington over Sandy Hook, as much of a horrible thing that was, the company is not responsible for that man's actions. Oh, don't even, you're gonna, please, we don't have enough fans for that yet. Don't end it that soon. Alex Jones. Basically, space aliens. Alright, next thing. I want to see the report cards of those kids to make sure they were real. Looks like we're moving on to trivia. So yeah, we're gonna play. Uh, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, I've, Are you I've, smarter than a fifth grader? I've, I've I have formatted this a little differently than I've done in the past. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bounce between 
each of you. I'm ask a question, get it right or wrong. Um, how it's going to work? We're we're doing this uh, the blitz style, um, except instead of three questions, I'm doing five. I want five correct questions. Whoever gets to five first wins. Um, if the individual I ask misses a question, the next individual has the ability to steal and you, so that way you can technically score like two points in a row so like just for a quick example josh it's your question i ask you you give me the wrong answer i jump over to tyler tyler gives me the right answer and then it's tyler's turn so that's how yeah, it's gonna okay. work understood so so if no one gets to five it's just that whoever has the most wins well, you have to get to five to win. We're not stopping till we get to five. So We're going to be here all night. Unlimited questions. <laughs> I have a shit ton of questions. I have a, I have a whole, you can't see it, but I have a whole, fucking, <laughs> we have different grades. We have different, like, like, okay, uh, okay. we have different everything. We have social studies, math. I'm going to try and avoid math, but. Um, Thank you. And social yeah. studies. And no, English. I'm good at that. No, no social studies will be fine. <laughs> All right, so who want you guys? Um, who Josh. who won? Who won last at something out of the two? You Tyler, you've never, never won. won Tyler, you've never won shit, so you're going first. Um, <laughs> True. All right, so Tyler, um, this is first grade history slash social studies. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Which language is the most widely spoken in South America? South America, Portuguese. No, Josh. Oh damn! You can steal. What What do you think? English. In South America. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking Portuguese <laughs> because of Brazil. Okay, you're both wrong. It's Spanish. <laughs> it's too easy. It's the one you wouldn't think it would be. All right. <laughs> he said in South America. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. off to a wonderful start. <laughs> All right, Josh, it's your actual turn now. Okay. What what are the first ten amendments to the Constitution called? The Bill of Rights. Correct. I thought you were about to ask Josh. me the first ten. I was like, okay. no. The Magna Carta. <laughs> I want you to list the first ten amendments in order. I was like, "Woo, boy!" Verbatim. All right. Um, that was the second grade question. Good job. Yay. Um, all right, Tyler. This is third grade. Oh no. So, social studies. Can we go backwards instead? Can we go to kindergarten? All right. Some of these are just so easy. Um. How many terms did George Washington serve as president of the United States? Three. No, two. Josh, it's your turn. Or Josh, you can steal. How many terms did George Washington serve? Uh, I know in this show that they get a lifeline. Can I use one of those? Because we said three at the same time, and <laughs> well, that's wrong. I... And and given the current climate of how our country is, yeah, I'm gonna say to... two. Yeah, good job. You got Thank two you. points. Now it's your actual turn. See how, oh, this... Yeah. See, how... See how this is working. 
Um, all right, we're this game's gonna be over pretty quick. We're moving. We're moving right on up to fourth grade. What? Um, name two of the three ships that Columbus sailed over to the New World. <laughs> the Mayflower. <laughs> I got this one. No. <laughs> no. Okay. We're going to go ahead and say you got that wrong. Tyler, you can steal. Name the two. Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Well, you gave me three, so I'm tempted to give you one and a half points, but I can't. I, so you got, you got watched, your first point. You I got watched Step Brothers today. Yeah, yeah, good for you. All right, so you got you got a point, Tyler. It's two it's two one, Josh. Right oh now. yeah! But it's actually your turn, so you could tie it up here. Um, during World War One, the countries that sided against Germany were called the Allies. Good job, Josh. It's tie game now, and we're tied. So I'm gonna try and get out of social studies now. We're gonna move Thanks. on to English. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> no grammar. Yeah, grammar. no grammar, please. Or grammar. commas, or okay. Reading commas. Right, listen, listen, listen. All right. First question: What's a person, place, or thing? Now, what do we? Good job. It's got I don't. Points. I don't do those pronouns. I don't do those pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Does the word bone have a long or short vowel sound? Long. Good job. Boner. Okay. <laughs> it's three three. You guys are you guys are killing it. Boner, I barely even know her. All right, science. Because I hate English. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Science. We're moving on to science. Hey, Josh. All right, this is your question. What causes tides? This is first grade science. Excuse what causes, me. What causes tides? <laughs> the moon. Good job, buddy. You got four points. I wait, that's a real answer. That. <laughs> that's the right answer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tyler. I'm gonna give you a first grade science as well. Oh yeah. Moving air is called when tide her or and you know what? No, fuck that question. Fuck Good. it. A Good. caterpillar Good. changes and grows under what? A butterfly. Oh my god, you did it. <laughs> you both got four points. Oh, yes, Josh, we are Josh, getting it. It's Josh's turn, so oh. you can technically win it right now. So That's we'll unfortunate for you. You better do a fifth grade question. We are, actually. The last question is a fifth grade question. Oh, yeah. It is going to be fifth grade geography. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Gotta make it spicy. No. You already asked about South America. We can't be doing this again. <laughs> That's fine. All right, Josh. Fifth grade geography. 
Which country is closer to Asia? A, Canada. B, the United States. Which country is closer to Asia? Canada or the United States? Which country is closer <laughs> to Asia? Uh, Canada. I'm a... No. <laughs> the United States. So since I was a 50-50 question, Tyler, you're getting a different question. Tyler, did you know? <laughs> I was going to say Canada. <laughs> All right. I'm at 1%, just so you know. All right, here we go. That's so funny. Tyler. Fifth grade geography that you could oh. win right now. Right now, right now. All right. What is the capital of New Hampshire? Oh, Jesus fucking. Uh, fuck, I don't fucking. Where the fuck is New Hampshire even at? New Haven. New Connecticut. New Haven. Wrong. Josh. Josh, you know. Yeah. What is it? Concord. Concord. Good job. Good job. Oh, yeah, there I was it close. Is. Josh. Hey, close game, but Josh is the ultimate winner. Josh. Josh, you are smarter than a fifth grader. Good job. Hey, hey, hey. I got fingers. Tyler, guns. you're <laughs> really, you're really, really close. Someday. You're, gonna, you're you're almost graduating fourth grade, buddy. He, no, he's four and a half grades. <laughs> someday, someday. someday. Alrighty, alrighty. Thank you so much for listening to this spooky episode that's, of the TJ and In Show. It's been fun. It's it been was a good great time. time. Check good. out the socials, the Facebook page, the TikTok. Um, All of it. Please send us some emails, man. Talk I would to love us. to read some Reach your out. emails. I would love to open up some discourse between us, some conversations. Let's talk. Thank you. I hope you have a very spooky Halloween and a wonderful night. And be bye safe. Bye. And don't do drugs. Do, do all the drugs. drugs. Some drugs are okay. Don't do drugs. Put God. the drugs in the drugs candy and eat the God. candy. Have a great night. Stay safe. Don't hey, get hey, hit wait, by wait. no cars. No one is buying drugs just to put in your candy. I promise. Don't that eat the razor blades. <laughs> I found a full AR in my kid's Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.